welcome everyone to the mutants over at table nine otherwise known as moat nine m-o-a-t the number nine where i review and or discuss movies tv shows anything and everything geek worthy so grab a drink and a snack maybe you're on your drive to work whatever the case may be the newest episode is coming at you in three two one So, yet again, Mr. Nathan Boucher, say hello. Hello, guys. How Good are evening. you? Morning, afternoon. How, how, how have you? Are, is, is your liver okay? My liver's fine, yes. Good. No, no, no all-day golf today? <laughs> no, not today, man. I've been golfing way too much. I need a break. There's no such thing, sir. There is no such thing. Uh, when your back starts turning, man? Or... Yeah, that might be a thing. That's, that's not too much golf. That's you're getting old. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Great, great start. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the thirties. Oh shit, when that's yeah. it's not at welcome to the thirties because I'm not in the thirties. Shit, never mind. <laughs> I take that back. Enjoy your thirties. <laughs> Thank I don't you. Even remember them anymore. <laughs> All right, so this episode we're gonna do a, a collage of things. We're not gonna talk about one thing in particular, like last episode. We're gonna touch on. That doesn't sound right. We're going to touch on Borat. No, let's not touch on Borat. That sounds perverted. <laughs> We're going to talk about Borat. The subs- What's it called? Borat subsequent movie? Yeah. Film? Um, I'm drawing a blank. What was the second one? Huh? Uh, Mando? Mandalorian? The Mandalorian. Yes. Actually, yeah. we'll probably start with the Mandalorian. We'll do Borat. And then, see, there I go again, talking perverted about Borat. And then Social Dilemma. Yeah. The Social Dilemma, like not our Social Dilemma, but the actual documentary on Netflix. So, Mandalorian, you, sir, are a much bigger fan than I am. I'm more of a general Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and this falls in the Star Wars realm, but you seem to really enjoy The Mandalorian. Yes, I do. If you were to put it in the the Pantheon, where would it fit like so, is is it is show? it up there with the top? Because I know like overall, Rogue One is probably high on that list. Yes, as far as um, yeah, um, just Star Wars stuff, not movies, not just movies or shit. Because I mean, you could throw in um, Clone Wars. What's the other one called? The cartoon Rebels. Rebels. Yeah, you could throw in any of that stuff. Like, what would it be? Rogue One close to the top or pretty much at the top um yeah top three um i changed my mind here and there but definitely uh you know what mandalorian would probably be like in the lower lower tiers um okay maybe um i my choice my probably my worst one the movie that i least like is episode one phantom menace um i'd probably be like a couple slots before it i think in my opinion Oh, real quick. You know what I, who was it? It was Mr. Kanye West. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast Mm -hmm. and he had a brief little brain, not brain fart, but just one of those moments where you go off on a tangent. He was saying that he got all upset in an interview because that they had commented that the new movies, seven, eight, and nine were better than the prequels, one, two, and three. And that he just like, I can't believe they said that. I just lost it and blah, blah. And both him and Joe Rogan were going off on how one, two, and three 
were way the George Lucas one, two, and three were way better than the corporate seven, eight, and nine. Yes. And really? No. Yes and no. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> I was gonna have a what <laughs> would you agree but, with? Uh, no, not at all. I actually much prefer seven, eight, and nine. Okay. I think because I think the problem for me was four, five, and six, the originals, mm -hmm. uh, New Hope, Empire, Jedi. Mm -hmm. They were him when he was trying to make something that was going to appeal to fans and something that was going to appeal to Hollywood. Right. Because he wanted to keep making them. Mm -hmm. um, but one, two, and three, I think he had just – he knew he could do whatever he wanted and he had already – done so much extra stuff to the remasters of four, five, and six. There's mm -hmm. like five different versions. So I think he's, he was too animation happy with well, yeah. one, two, and three. And the, that technology had was like very, very new. Um, you know, the CGI was barely coming out. The green screen mm -hmm. was just a barely a thing. There's actually a lot of like uh, shit talking behind those movies because they were using green screens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that was new technology and they were messing with, which you use and, now all the time. Yeah, and I, I get that. I mean, 7, 8, and 9 are arguably pff, almost like 90% yeah. CGI, which I get. But it, it's, I don't know, 1, 2, and 3 didn't, it seemed to be more gimmicky and not as story driven. It would seem to be oh, more. No, no, no. Really? You think so? I, I think so. No. I, to I... me, 7, 8, and 9, even though it was rushed, mm -hmm. I told a better story than one, two, and three. Even though, I mean, I have to go back and rewatch them because it's actually been a while since I've really watched them, watch them. Like I watch them here and there. Like I'll put it on as background noise or to fall asleep to, but like sat and watched, I yeah. haven't. And the story arc of how Anakin became Darth Vader is what's supposed to be the main focus of those three. Yeah. But also the, <clears throat> and I, I apologize if I cough a lot or if I'm like clearing my throat, I, COVID. I was oh. falsely diagnosed with COVID by my uh, lovely job mm -hmm. for a whole week, and it was just allergies. And I'm like, no, it's allergies. Like, no, no, you, you have COVID. I'm like, I'm negative three times. Like, no, 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 it's COVID. So <clears throat> I still have some, like, you know, allergies going. But um, back to your point, uh, one, two, and three revolve around the Emperor's, you know, scheme where he's playing both roles of the good guy and the bad guy, where he is politically driving his agenda, right? You know, we're going to do this. We're going to fight. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, no. But in the background, he's developing an army. You know, he's already planning, you know, the, 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 all the lies, I guess, or the way he's going to manipulate all the people's mentality into hating the Jedis. Right. So, seeing that story. And like, and, and as a, what was I, 10, 12? I forgot. I was young. And I was mm -hmm. watching that, you know, it's kind of hard to grasp when you're at that age because you, you don't really, you don't, I mean, you see it, but like, as you get older, you appreciate it more. Cause like you could kind of associate it more to, uh, you know, history of, you know, dictators coming up and, right. you know, like for example, Mexican, you know, the Mexico was a dictatorship for 40 years under Porfirio Diaz. And that's kind of how he did it. You know, not, not so as hardcore, but you know, he kind of right. guessed, he not guessed, he, um, he demanded that, Oh, you know, like I'm going to stay here. <clears throat> and I'm going to, you know, make it better. And, you know, he kept people's spirit up, you know, eventually, you know, too much power turned him the way he is. But it, it's mm -hmm. give you a way deeper idea of how he manipulated, you know, his whole entire nation or country or whatever, how 
galactic empire into turning him right you know, into a dictatorship so i think that mm-hmm. has a deeper story than the new ones the new ones are very linear you know they are yeah they are that they, and that yeah, that's that's true because not only are you seeing anakin's progression you're seeing padme's progression you're seeing the palpatine's you're seeing the jedi council mm-hmm. Like it, it, uh, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that's a big makes a big difference is, I'm I'm in that weird phase where, of course, four, five, and six are the the holy grail, the the epitome of not holy grail, but the epitome of Star Wars because that's what I grew up on. That's what I saw as a kid. Right. And seven, eight, and nine is just like finally I get to see the whole saga finished. Mm-hmm. And then one, two, and three are just like right in the middle. It's like, eh, yeah, thank you for them and I appreciate them, but they're not my favorites. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you, you're you younger. My nephew, of course, he grew up on one, two, for him, one, two, and three are what he watched yeah. as a kid. Right. So that it's going to hit different. Yeah. And I could see that. Like, I'm sure there's going to be, be, be people in 10, 15 years that are going to be like, are you kidding? Seven, eight, and nine or what came out when I was a kid. Those are yeah. the best ones. Yeah, yeah. It's, so yeah. uh, it's a matter of yeah, but preference, I guess, for the most part. But to go to go back to Mando, I think Mando's um, is so three is one of my top favorites because that's where you see, um, you know, Anakin finally become Darth Vader and you see all this hate mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's up there. I mean, because it it gives me that same nostalgic, um, you know, feeling because uh, I'm seeing a lot of the old characters that I hadn't seen before. So Mando's up there. Like I'm getting a glimpse of like you know other little stuff here and there. Where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Right. So, like for example, Mando, the last um, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, if you've if you haven't seen it for whatever odd reason you haven't seen it, because I mean it came out. What was it? Friday. Yeah, it's been. Uh, it's now Sunday. By the time this actually comes out, it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You've had almost a whole week. So yeah, if you're not caught up by the time you're listening to this, that's your bad. This week? is your punishment. No, it's been like three days. <laughs> That what? It's been a whole no. By the time oh, by the time no, by, by the time this comes out, right, 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 right. I got you, got you. Um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, um, that's that's where I stood when I was messaging you that I was like, I, I at first I was all in love with it. The whole episode, I'm like, fuck yeah, I could get into this because I was excited. I'm like, thank you, fucking <laughs> Boba Fett is dead. Mm-hmm. Thank God they finally confirmed it. I know it. you're mad. <laughs> And then the fucking last scene, I'm like, son of a bitch, yeah. here we go. So let, let's I, I'm I'm happy for Boba Fett fans. I'm happy for though because I, I can imagine being one of them that just loves Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then this episode is if you love Boba Fett, watch this episode. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already Wait, was for it some Shango odd reason. Or Bo- Boba Fett that was in the No, it's Boba it's Fett. Shango Fett was the, no, technically himself because he's a clone, but it's Boba Fett is the one that Jenga Fett asked for as, for his own without the aging acceleration. Oh, so he yeah. raised him as his son, but he raised himself as his own. I y'all look alike. They all look okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I think um, I think okay. Well, the overall, I guess, talk about the overall feeling of the episode is very westernish, right? You- that that's that seems to be the the theme that uh john favreau is going for for the whole series because yeah. even the first season of mandalorian had that feel and even the music that they created for mm-hmm. it seems to have a, a westernish tone to yeah it. actually i was <clears throat> re-watching the first episode with um with my girlfriend's kid um who's five years old and um you know he walks into the bar and like there's some dudes causing trouble he walks in 
oh, you spilled my beer, you know, and then he boom his mm-hmm. ass, you know, shoots his rope, gets that guy's leg and like drives him into the door that you know he shoots closed and like you not know, mm-hmm. cuts his body in half. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very <clears throat> very western, which I think I mean, if I guess it fits, it, it could relate to you know what people like because westerns. I mean, westerns are very popular genre. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's almost it's very hard to find. I mean, I guess maybe now there's like I always refer back to my nephew because he's like fifteen, sixteen. I don't I don't think he has watched anything that's technically a western, mm-hmm. but I think if I sit him down and make him watch some things. Like I always refer to, um, have you ever seen Faster with uh, The Rock? No. He um, he was a getaway driver. He goes to prison. They ended up killing his brother, so he comes out of jail. Like the whole time he's in jail, all he's doing is focused on trying on getting the people that killed his brother. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets out, that's all he does. He literally, like within a couple of hours of getting out of prison, he goes and finds the first one and shoots him in the head, Jeez. like at his place of work. But I really enjoy because it's not that great of a movie, but I really enjoy because it's totally a Western. Yeah. You, you put that exact story in like he's riding a, ca- a fucking horse instead of driving a car. <laughs> it's a Western. Yeah. It's, it's totally a yeah, Western. Yeah. So I would like to sit him down and have him watch that and then be like, if you like this, you'll love mm-hmm. Westerns. It, it's just the something like, dude, did you ever see Unforgiven? No. The Clint East, dude. I, I have this thing where there's some movies that I just can't watch. Like I want to watch them, but for some reason, like ten minutes, I'm just dozing off. I'm I'm want to watch it, but something about it just puts me to sleep. Yeah. The first two times I tried watching Unforgiven, I think is the uh, the first time that Clint Eastwood got an Academy Award for directing. Oh no shit! Um, it's an Academy Academy Award winning movie, and it's it got a like it's critically acclaimed. So I'm like, I have to watch this movie, right? and I watch. Boring. Is he yeah, still wait. alive? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so couldn't watch it, tried it mm-hmm. again, couldn't watch it. And then finally, like five years after that, I'm like, I I'm gonna drink coffee if I have to, I'm gonna stay up, I'm gonna watch this <laughs> movie. Bro, that movie is a is a slow burn, yeah. but the last five, ten minutes of that movie uh-huh. are oh some of the it's the, probably the most amazing ending to a movie that i think i've seen in a like i can't think of another one that's oh, better sure. I'm gonna watch that, dude it, it is it's crazy but anyway western so the it, mando mandalorian has that feel to it and i literally when i watch the mm-hmm. episodes i'm in the back of my head i'm hearing spurs whenever he was oh, yeah yeah like i'm just hearing ka-ching, no, ka-ching, yeah, ka-ching. i could so see that yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, he does. So yeah, it's a fucking cowboy right there. So, like I said, for for Boba Fett fans, I'm happy for you. I personally don't. I I think Boba Fett is severely overhyped, but I get it. People love him. He's cool to them. Whatever. People must love this episode. Like I, I, I'll admit, as not even a non Boba Fett fan, when I saw. The, the, armor. The, the figure there, I'm like, shut it. No, not the armor. When they show the la silhouette at oh. the end, I'm like, no. I'm like, no. And then he turns around and he, the familiar face from from the yeah. prequels, I'm like, bro, I got to admit, I even I was like, that's, that's pretty badass. No. That, so as a Boba Fett fan, dude, I, I imagine they lost I was at a, uh, Applebee's, what the fuck, at uh, Albertsons today. 
that was like anyway. <laughs> Big yeah, difference. yeah, right. I actually got kicked out of Applebee's once. It's a different story. <laughs> anyway, dude, you'll have to, we'll have to we'll have, really we'll have to dedicate an entire an entire episode to your stories like that. <laughs> Oh my god, your Vegas story. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, my family listens to this. <laughs> Just kidding. Um no, there I was wearing my I was wearing a, a Darth Vader shirt and I was like, you know, buying my shit. You know, like I do every Sunday, and then some dude's like, Oh my god, did you watch the Mando show? I was like, Yeah, dude, it's fucking good, right? He's like, Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're like talking to the, the whole fucking line of people in the back, you know, like six feet apart from COVID and like the lines all long. <laughs> We're like, Yeah, dude. And you guys are you guys are practically hugging and twirling in a circle, like, like at the movie. end, we're like you know Boba Fett, like you know turns around, like yeah, this shit's crazy. All right, man, have a good day. Are right, you too, man? You know, like I will now that I yeah, talk right? to you, Star Wars buddy. No, but it was good, man. I think um, that's funny. You know, it's uh, it brought up a little you know Western feel to it, which everybody kind of like can can like get in behind. Um, you see mm-hmm. the you know the sand people fucking finally understand how they communicate. For for a brief second, I was starting to get I'm the Karen, the the Karen in me started coming oh, out. God. The the super offended liberal snowflake in me started yeah, coming out a little bit, sure. or even conservative snowflake, whichever it is. Because I'm like, no, 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 uh, you do not get to turn the fucking Tuscan Raiders or whatever yeah, yeah. the sand people, you don't get to turn them into semi-likable or characters that you're supposed to pity no after what they did to anakin's mom they're pieces of shit and they all deserve to die so no and and then they did kind of turn it around like no you know you don't have to like them or whatever i'm like okay all right because i was for a second there i thought you were going to try to make me like and i'm like "Uh -uh, uh-uh that's actually like and you think about it that's a formula that's fucking overused in all of hollywood which works i guess okay so breaking down the genres okay so we have some cowboy right you know clean eastwood feel mm-hmm. not overplayed but done a lot in hollywood and then think about this okay so game of thrones what did uh what does fucking mm-hmm. nuts do um john snow he grabbed the people from one side of the wall you know the what are they called the uh i forgot the names but the the ones uh that were hunting the, they're mostly yeah, the, the wildlings, right? And then he brought him over the wall. Like, mm-hmm. no, we need to combine them. We need to join forces, you know, to bring this one evil down, you know? So he did that. So that's another genre that gets, you know, over, not overdone, but it's it's a really easy formula to bring out. And then at the end, you have this big beast that you need to, you know, eliminate and shit. So, but I mean, it worked. That's why they, that's why I liked it. Because they brought in all this, you know, different, you know, um, I guess movies into one and like mm-hmm. that was a great episode. I liked it. So you're saying like the 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 not the savior, but the one person that's supposed to unify yeah, people. Yeah, it's like we need to come together as one to eliminate mm. evil. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like what I was talking a couple episodes ago that the tropes where they kind of find something that works. It's the stories that you've heard since you were. Then these are you could probably even go back and talk to some like history history buff or historian Mm -hmm. that'll tell you like these are the same. These are the stories from the Greek uh, Greek mythology. It's the same stories over. It's a classic hero Mm -hmm. tale, good guy, bad guy, and that's why when you have. I think that's why when you have like um, 
a Deadpool. Yeah, and, 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 and it, it doesn't quite fit. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit the hero, but he's not a full-on bad guy. It's it's a good guy, and that's a, another reason I think the boys works because it's superheroes with yeah. major flaws. Like Relatable. they're all assholes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and like you were, and I keep going back to that clip where you're saying you wouldn't be. You, you're telling me if you had superpowers, you wouldn't be an asshole. I'm like, yeah, that, that line resonates in my. It resonates in my head. I'm like, yeah. Now that I look at comic books, like, oh yeah, yeah. dude, if I had superpowers, they're I a little too out, too goody two shoes. To go and kill some, you know. Anyways, you'd be a dex, be a Dexter, and just kill yeah. bad people. Oh yeah. For sure, some other pedal, but anyway. So, um, so what would you rate uh, Mando? Then is that the overall show this or episode? this episode? This episode, uh, I'd, I'd have to go back and look at maybe the names and synopsis of all the other the season mm-hmm. one episodes, but I can't think off the top of my head. I can't think of an episode from season one that I liked better than this one. So I'm going to say this is probably the best episode. Good, so yeah, I would put it up in. Uh... Top three. Um, I can't remember the other ones specifically. I think I remember the first one for sure. The one with IG-88. Um, I think mm-hmm. the ones that I least like was where that female um, companion came in. Um, I think the, probably the first two or three episodes of Mando were probably my favorite. And this one for sure is up there. It was really good. Yeah. I like the I like the one where I forget uh, when I forget her name, but uh, the Gina Carano character when they help the villagers defeat the the ATAT. That episode was pretty. It gave me a very um, Mm -hmm, Ewoks mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that's about the only other one I could think of off the top of my head Mm -hmm. that I really liked. Um, But now this one definitely. I'd say it's probably the best yeah. one so far. Like I said, even for me, not a, like almost an anti Boba yeah. Fett guy, even I was like, "Dude, that's badass." That that was that yeah. was pretty well, cool. I, I got excited. Agree so, on I, I'm good. Re- Look at us. I'm I'm right. I'm excited to see where the rest of the season goes. I'm interested to see what else they bring up. I, I'm really interested to see if how much of the history of Yoda's people they oh, they bring yeah. in and I'm they. I don't know. I was gonna say they have to, but I'm I'm dead. I'm stuck on the idea that that this little baby is. Uh, Dude, it'd be a great clone. if they bring him into some of the new movies. Because I mean, he's motherfucker's years old, and he they, looks like you know, he looks like a one. Yeah. They just might, do. They just might. Maybe, maybe he'll. By the time Ray is mm-hmm. super old, she'll train yeah, this Yoda. Fucking annihilate him. I'm I'm really interested to see where they go with the the movies as well cuz uh like I keep saying Finn show he's showing some <clears throat> force force sensitivity oh, yeah, there. Yeah. And he so, do all the lightsaber like a motherfucker we'll so. Mhm. So it'll be interesting. I, I think they're going to have a spin-off with Lando and the girl. Uh, which girl? Uh the girl that that Finn fell in love with at the end of oh, like 9. Yeah. I don't even know her name. The black girl with the poofy. Oh hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're because yeah, they're just uh, they're celebrating at the end, and he goes up to her just randomly. It's like, so where are you from, Ken? She's like, like I don't know. And he's like, well, <laughs> well, let's find out. Like, dude, okay, so you started a TV yeah. series there, got it? Okay. 
I've stood with yeah. Lando. I'll fucking watch it. That oh, shit's yeah. going to be awesome. All right. So mm-hmm. moving on. Hey, move, mm-hmm. Movie. Get it? Movie? Never mind. Bad joke. Um, uh, Borat. Borat subsequent film movie, <laughs> whatever. Bro. Oh, my God. I had I had <laughs> forgotten how funny Mr. Sasha Baron. Oh, dude, he's a fucking is. he's a genius. Because I I uh, did I watch? Bruno? Oh, that's a hard movie to watch, dude. That's such a hard movie to watch. Like it's a little older, but it's I did so watch fucking but, like oh, like I kind of watch this shit. Like I don't know. The one that I didn't watch, and I need to go back now that I re- like I remember how much I love him. Is I need to watch the Dictator. I didn't that see the good, but it's not like it's scripted. It's not unscripted. I mean, it Borat is scripted, but it's one. No. Oh, it doesn't have the elements. I think the of, funniest uh, oh, quote that I always okay, use yes, when um, which <laughs> is a fucking dick move of me to do, whenever I see someone pregnant, um, I'm like, oh, are you having a boy or abortion? And I, and I got that fucking <laughs> <laughs> dictator. <laughs> that's funny and and that's i think that's one of the main reasons that i it hits so hard is because i've even i've i don't say fallen victim but i i'm so caught up in this super politically correct society Mm -hmm. that we're now living in where everything is you have to really watch everything you say because someone's going to get offended Dude, he does some shit in this movie, and oh my, I'm like, how is he getting? I think one of the one of the funniest ones where I was like, what the fuck moment was when um, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Borat two, then you fucking suck. You've seen it by now, or this will be perfect. This will be the this when you hear this, it'll give you a reason to go watch it. I'm excited when she uh, you know how she's eating the cupcake and behind the dumpster, right? So. Before that, where she, you know, this dude takes her to get a cup or to get a cake. And then that lady's like, mm-hmm. um, what do you want me to write on it? And then it's for Michael Pence. <laughs> it was it the Jews will not, will not what? <laughs> the Jews will not replace us. <laughs> and she's just oh, writing it like nothing. She just writes the Jews. Oh, too. Like, you know that, she time. <laughs> dude it it's so politically incorrect and i was i honestly because i know that sasha baron Cohen himself is like pretty liberal so i was actually going into it expecting like okay it's gonna be heavy-handed on the anti-trump and conservative bashing and no it it's pretty it it is it's uh, leaning left a little bit, but overall it's 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 making fun of everything oh, yeah. and everyone. What about it's... the whole rally where he goes and he sings that song? Uh what, what is it? Um inject them with the Wuhan flu and then you know, <laughs> cut their head like the Saudis do. <laughs> oh dude. This this and that's that's another that's what I was gonna say at the beginning of this that I, I had forgotten how much I liked um, getting real people's reactions to the skits that they were doing because he's done that. Um, yeah. Jackass used to do that. There's a there's a few shows and movies that that 
were doing that. But then after a while, like Jackass just became too much. Like you could almost tell that even the people that were supposedly reacting were kind of in on it a little bit because they were reacting weird. But this one is truly like you could tell like how he I think it's editing. But the one where he's actually at the the speech (laughs) that Pence is giving. I'm like, dude, how the hell was he not arrested, bro? remember seeing the news on uh no. nbc where they were like oh uh, uh man inter- or something goes into the pens and he's wearing dressed as a offensive donald trump you, know, you never saw that dude i remember seeing that yeah i remember seeing no. that on the news and i was like oh shit that's funny and then uh, it wasn't too long ago man it was like covid like covid starting and uh, so i saw that and then I, I kind of looked at like I don't know how it came up, but I was looking at like some of the extra takes from Borat, and dude, that was literally the same guy that I saw the news on like fucking eight months ago. I was like, holy shit! Okay, I I I could have sworn that it was edited, and I was still no, I was no. even like, dude, that's, so that's what he did. So damn good editing. You know how he went in with the Ku Klux Klan outfit, saying that he was an advisor. <laughs> yeah. well, and then, so he, he sat in a chair for five hours doing um doing the makeup right so underneath Ku Klux Klan the, mm-hmm. the hat he was already in makeup like his face was like you know and uh, so the part that was edited was the part where he goes into the restroom and changes so he went into there he right. in the chair for five hours goes in gets out but you know and his his face is actually more like Trump like the I guess the coloring you know and underneath his hood he had already right. the mask on and all he did was put on the fat suit or he might have already had it because i mean the ku klux klan fucking thing robe is pretty fucking wide like you could fit a lot of shit in there and um that's you know it was edited but i mean dude overall everybody's reaction was like fucking that's funny yeah it just seemed dude, that was like that. Most, oh, um, it, it was that was his so most dangerous funny. movie from what he said like he had to wear bulletproof vest and in some of the some of the scenes that were taken out, like he was literally getting pulled out of his car, like people trying to kick his ass, and like the rally that you see in them, fucking people have AR fifteen, really, like they have fucking like they're strapped like they're going to war like tomorrow or that same day. So yeah, dude, he was like fucking scared, like legit, like he was worried about his fucking well being. <laughs> That's crazy. Like that the the scene where they show that he's walking around and he oh, people yeah. are recognizing him and they're trying to chasing after him. That, that's that true. was I mean that's like yeah. it, I'm sure it he's happened. Right. Yeah, be, and and they were yeah. like, you know what? Like, Fuck he, it, throw you have it to in understand like he's became a phenomenon like you know ten years ago. So dude, like you fucking see mm-hmm. Borat, you're gonna fucking recognize his ass. He took a shit in front of the Trump Tower, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna know all that him. So <laughs> I think that's how they got around that whole you know, question of the, you know, of the integrity of the movie. Like, how did, how did people not recognize this guy? Like, right. You know? <laughs> but, no, it was great, mm-hmm. man. It was a fucking great movie. I know my girlfriend doesn't like raunchy, like, um, and this is how I judge good shit because my girlfriend has very specific taste and I was like, come on, watch this movie. Just watch it. No, watch, it's October. Let's watch a uh-huh. scary movie. I was like, no, 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 no. Let's watch Borat too. She's like, all right, all right. And then, dude, she's watching and she's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, are you serious again? Is she dancing with her period coming out? 
Oh my god, dude! I, I'm telling you, a lot of that stuff. I I don't know how he pulled that stuff off, dude. Like, how does he even get invited to these oh, things? How so does he get he did, into these uh, things? Half of the people there were like actors, but they did a. He rented out the hall, and then he and his organization started a fake documentary on how a ball, an introductory ball works. So basically these women that are reaching an age of 18 or 19, whatever, they're going into college or the next step in life, they get introduced, you know, into, um, you know, that's why there's all these little girls around. And that's basically how they started. They, they, they created right. this event with some of them are paid actors, but all the people whose reaction you're seeing, like, dude, what the fuck? Like that was legit. Like people that were invited that are probably no, <laughs> Dude, I, oh, this guy. I changed my uh, my Instagram bio to the way he introduced his daughter. He's like, uh, and then was I forgot what uh, was it? Um, not Sarah. What's that girl with the horse face from fucking Sex in the City? Sarah Jessica Parker. It was Sandra Jessica Parker Phillips. Yeah, uh, double majoring in cage maintenance and electronics with the focus on VCR repair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's fucking great so yeah dude that's, I can stop laughing <laughs> uh, dude within the first five minutes of this thing dude like when the when he's talking about it, that he wants his assistant back and he's like you're sitting on him <laughs> and he stands up and there's a little dingling oh my god dude <laughs> oh, my god. Oh, I hadn't laughed that hard at a movie in a while dude like that that's just perfect comedy it, it it was yeah. it was great i loved it i loved every second of it dude that when he, if they first take off that she he agrees to let her stay there in america that he pulls up in the truck and she, she's running behind him and he's all ha, beats you shopping for her own cage the guy's such an idiot oh my goodness oh i love that comedy dude and one thing that rebecca hates that i do is like i'll go like drink like we'll have like glasses of wine here i obviously obviously drink way more than she does and then we'll go to like um mm. restaurants or like places dude and i'm just like i'm annoyingly fucking stupid but uh i'll just do shit just to see people's <laughs> reactions you know like i'll play a character and stuff and um Dude, like that's why I like that kind of comedy because like people's facial reactions in the fucking environment, you know, like that they're comfortable right. with, like, and then just seeing how they act, dude, it's fucking great. I don't know, yeah, no, that, that was that was a really, mm-hmm. uh, really good movie. Did you like it better than the first one? No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Um... Honestly, dude, I don't even remember a lot of the first one. I need to go back and rewatch it. It's been so I saw it once when it came out and I didn't have the appreciation mm-hmm. for him yeah, the way I do now. So I I remember liking it when I saw it, but I have to go back and rewatch it cuz now that I have that appreciation, I think I I pay more attention to the subliminal stuff that's yeah. being said like with feminists so much. Cuz uh you haven't noticed that like oh you Dude, he's fucking like fucking. Oh yeah, scared. it's it's hilarious because like you remember when the oh you, I don't know if you remember or not, but when he goes and talks to like the feminists and then um he's talking about how half you know, their brain is half their size and they're like no in America we all have equal rights and he starts like <laughs> giggling he's like oh he's laughing you know and then like the girls like talking like they knew her and like 
it goes into like his own narrative. He's like, oh, I stopped um, uh, the male or like he literally referenced the fucking feminist as a male. Like, oh, I couldn't stop talking to the man. The man kept going on, but I kept thinking about Pamela. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and then he go meets the fucking oh the, the black senator. He's like, I made, I made a, I made a chocolate face, a real one. A fucking black guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, dude, it's it's stuff that it it technically yeah. should not fly. In this day and age, but it it works. And it, one thing that I actually like that he, actually, you know, he's like really anti-Semist, like some anti-Semitist. What is it? He doesn't want Semitic. Yes, there you go. Sorry, anti-Semitic. Uh, fucking down halfway. To the bottom. Like, no, 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 no. Like he's Jewish. The himself, real him. The joke. Yeah, the joke oh, of it. Like, that's is, what I was uh, like. Wait, what? He, you know, it's all about like not liking Jews. Um. So. I'm right. glad that he kind of switched that, you know, because back then, 10 years ago, um, you know, people weren't really uh, denying the Holocaust. It was more of a very, like, far-fetched idea. And if you did, it was like a really small percentage of people that believed mm-hmm. it. But now, you know, the new, you know, the Trump, you know, and more mm-hmm. of like, you know, this right-hand power coming out, it's coming more of an issue that people are like, nah, fuck no, right. that did not happen. Even like in news, some people actually like, you know, um, rejected like people that are, that have a high power in the media. And um, I'm kind of glad he brought that to light, you know, like, Hey, like one of the jokes was like, right. Oh, you know, I found out that the Holocaust didn't happen because he wanted all those Jews to die, you know, not because people are not, you know, uh, respecting the Holocaust. It's because like, what? 2.5 million Jews didn't mm-hmm. die or however many died. So, you know, so I'm glad that, you know, mm-hmm. he met with those people and like they even acted, added like the ladies, um, you know, the female that came out and like gave him a kiss. That was a Jewish. Um, they, they added her like her story right. at the end, you know, in the, in the taken scenes. But I'm glad they switched that because like um, that's one thing that if he would have stuck with that, like, dude, it would have fueled more of, you know, the, the people's denial, I guess. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he the 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 way that he's adding in this and and granted, there, I'm sure there's some fucking right winger that's gonna be out there like, oh no, it's so it's so liberal, but it's like, dude, dude get over yourself. It's fucking hilarious. He he's poking fun at just about everybody. The dude, the the when they go in for the abortion. Oh my god! Oh, that he's telling, he's making the guy believe that. That he's the one that impregnated her. The guy's oh, like, well, it's a blessing, and life is a blessing. <laughs> he's like, what? Dude, I, I swore, dude. I was like, okay, at that some Fucking point, like, no, I'm sorry, but we don't do that. You need it. But he's like, what, whatever happened, we're here now. And I'm like, bro, yeah, are you kidding yeah, me? Dude, man, that's your so... reaction? Ah, oh, dude, it's... It, and that's that's the other thing. It, it shows the, the way that people... Not truly, I don't want to say truly, because there's a lot of people that are different, but it shows how oblivious and for, not forgiving, but how people are willing to turn a blind yeah. eye to certain things because they don't want to get involved. They're just like, I, uh, wait, that's that's you guys? Like, I, I don't want to, it's like, oh, dude, yeah. you should probably you say something, but they don't. And it's easy, it's easy to say. I mean, shit, for all I know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll be in that situation. I'll be the same way. I never no, know. No, but no, I'd no, like no, to no, think no. that I wouldn't. It's, be. Um, 
yeah it's a perspective i guess uh, it's crazy even um oh fuck i forgot Mm -hmm. forgot. um what was i gonna tell you oh the abortion damn it i'm stuck on the abortion now uh oh those fucking hillbillies those uh those redneck dudes that were uh, that he was calling like america's greatest scientist that quarantined for like five days with (laughs) yeah i don't know they're gay aren't they I got yeah. the feeling that they were partners. Yeah. I think so, dude. I think so. I think I, I don't think they they stayed with it enough. That's fucking I get weird. The feeling he called that the Hillary Clinton of the, she would have drink little boy's blood or some shit like that. You didn't you, you didn't catch that part? Yeah, like they were like sitting down and talking. Of, no, like he um, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen introduced the idea when he talked about. Well, it would be worse if there was Democrats, right? <laughs> and then, like, they went into like Hillary and how she would sacrifice kids and drink their blood. And then, like, yeah, I read something about that. Right? Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I read something about that too. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck? How do you believe that shit? But <laughs> dude, dude, and that's she it, drank. Blood. I wouldn't be surprised because there's, I've, there's some, for, no, no, well, uh, that too. Uh, that I, I don't know, dude. Yeah. Fucking Hillary Clinton scares the <laughs> shit out of me, but uh, I, there's some some gay people that are mm-hmm. like super far right, like su- Trump supporters, and so I wouldn't be surprised at all. But I got the feeling that they were yeah. life partners, not just like friends or whatever. They yeah, it, there no, was no, no, something sure. going on there, I think. But but I don't think they. I don't know. Anyway, so basic premise here. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It we've even with us talking about it here right now, it's still the scenes that we're talking about. You're still gonna find them funny, and there's a plenty of other scenes that yeah. we we no, didn't even touch movie. on. So, all right. So this one will probably get a little bit well, actually, mm-hmm. way more serious. The social dilemma. For those that haven't seen it, we're not this one you could definitely watch because there's so much information in there that we're not going to probably touch on. But the social dilemma is basically the documentary that they actually got um, people that used to work for Google, Facebook, Instagram, all the social media platforms that are coming out and saying that they are truly concerned with what's really going on, supposedly. Um. And how social media just has mutated into this thing that's a living, almost like a living entity. It's just this thing mm-hmm. now that's almost out of control. Uh, honestly, watching it, I mm-hmm. I almost wanted to delete all my social media. I I, I think it's a... I don't want to say it's dangerous because I don't want people to get the wrong impression. Like it's, da- I think it's, please listen to the entire thing that I'm saying. Anybody out there that just takes this the wrong way, but I think it's dangerous for some people in the sense that there's so um, susceptible mm-hmm. to being led a certain way that they're going to see this and then completely flip out and be like, no, I knew it. It's a conspiracy, blah, blah. And I'm going to just delete everything. It's like, take Take it with a grain of salt. It reminds me of. Mm, did you ever see the Game Changer? Yeah, I have. the doc. Yeah, the doc, the documentary about how there's like pro athletes that are oh, going yeah, vegan yeah, yeah. and how you can be completely vegan and it it 
even when I saw it at the end, I was like, I think I actually might give this a shot. But then I, I, after a while, I started listening to Joe Rogan and other people that were talking about the game changers. And, and they were like, no, y- you can, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's best for you. And then I finally started coming down. I'm like, no, okay. I, I, I took it a little too much. Like, mm-hmm. so if people are like that to a, to a more extreme they mm-hmm. they're they're gonna be like I need to delete my social media, that's it. The uh, social media is the devil, and I, I don't think it's quite saying that, but I think they are saying be very careful because they're manipulating the way with we operate, the way we think, the way that we consume information. Because a lot of people, and I've seen it on my news feed, a lot of people are getting their information, especially political and news worthy stuff they're getting it from social media they're yeah, not it's watching like the news they're getting this stuff from social device media device that can give you you know your phone can give you any information you want you know live um so no yeah it's 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 a very mm-hmm. scary thing um compared to game changer i think cuz game changer is you know it's aimed at people that eat meat you know and and all at the same time, we've been eating meat for thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of years. So, and not only that, I think it was that Zack Snyder, right, that directed it, or um, I forgot who it was. Whoever the director was or the creator of that, yeah, he um, he actually had Black the Jack, whole, I remember. Uh, organization. Like he had personal interest in making everybody vegan because he has like money invested in that, and a lot of the. Wait, like I think the, it was him that the documentary. Justice League? Mm-hmm. It was one, yeah, I don't know if it was him or really? someone in the really big director. Um, there might have been the guy from Transformers. I'm not, I can't remember. It, it, it's a big, um, but yeah, but I mean, he had money okay, invested well, into like, he has, um, I think he has a company or he's invested in a company that makes, um, you know, uh, vegan food. And so this is his wife. So that's where they created it. And a lot of the facts okay. were, um, not, um, I guess, uh, they didn't hold too much ground because of the way they said things, you know? The, right. The, so, but when it comes to, mm. you know, social media, it's a new, it's a new toy that we're playing with. Um, and everybody has it, everybody has access to it. So, you know, having, mm-hmm. you know, the attention of the whole entire world i guess or anybody with a mobile device um and having the capability of controlling what they see and how you can change their thoughts that's a fucking scary idea because not only that everybody now has a platform to right. state their ideas like you know now i can go on facebook and post where the fuck i want i can find mm-hmm. someone who post whatever the fuck they did that i agree with and i can be like oh join their group so now I get fueled on right. by these ideas that I would never have listened if it wasn't for social media. This dude's in fucking like Arkansas, you know, talking about how, you know, a president is a fucking reptilian, you know, I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, that's right. You know, and some dude, you know, talks about that, makes a YouTube video and I watch it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. So, um, you know, that in itself, that platform mm-hmm. in itself is a dangerous tool. If it's spread by, you know, if, if you're spreading fake ideas or fake news, and then on top of that, let's assume that you do have that same right. psycho mentality as some other fucking psycho. And now on top of that, you're getting 
your views warped or guided even further into a deeper hole based on your current views. So if I'm watching conspiracy theories and, you know, Holocaust doesn't exist and, you know, all this bullshit, what is fucking Facebook mm-hmm. going to do, you know, or Instagram? Oh, do you like this? Check oh, this yeah. out, you know, yeah, because it it's people. Yeah, because it's people that probably wouldn't be as mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. there, out of the closet per se, with their ideas and stuff, because they think like, oh, I'm probably the only one that thinks this. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, they go on yeah. Facebook and it's like, holy shit, there's actually a group of people that think that like dude i actually managed to and i kind of laugh because i I think it's funny sorry i don't mean to offend anybody that believes this but i may i infiltrated a a flat earther group on facebook dude oh my bro i i literally got kicked out because i just went in there and i at first i was just like oh that's interesting tell me more and dude it just got to a point where there's this i think he was actually the main guy that started the group he, I, I pissed him off to the point where he was like sending me private messages on a, you need to leave the group and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I'm here to just talk and you're the one that takes it to a certain level. And I'm just, I'm yeah. answering, I'm rebuttaling what you're saying. And you're the, you're the one that keeps going. If you drop it, like I'll drop it. I'm just, I'm genuinely here mm-hmm. to learn the mentality. I don't necessarily agree. And that was yeah. supposedly part of the mission statement that they were accepting and you know as long as you weren't in here mm-hmm. calling people names that they'll talk to you and that's all i was doing but it I, it just got mm-hmm. to a point because i kept contradicting everything that he was saying <laughs> and eventually i just got kicked out <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I these people genuinely believe yeah. that the earth is flat so there's people that, that there's people that yeah. genuinely believe that we didn't land on the moon and they, these yeah, all these people now have groups you know, uh, that they can join. Social media gives you kind of an equal playing field, you know, for everybody to have their ideas. Mm-hmm. I, and actually, I would argue that it's given, it's shifted power because now where where you used to have like the jocks mm-hmm. kind of running things, the alpha male types, it's now switched where the quote unquote nerds now seem to have yeah. more oh, power yeah, because sure. of cancel oh, culture. You know what I mean? It, it now people like you you talk about flat earthers and there's a chance yeah. that you could be canceled because of it. And and I get it to mm-hmm. a certain extent, yeah, you don't you don't bully people, but everybody yeah. it's can, any can anybody with an idea has there's a different the same capability to post their idea and you know and, and say whatever they need to say and you know the part is that you know power there's power in masses mm-hmm. you know uh, if you were to run into a you know go to a mm-hmm. place where say like a random bar and like you know you heard some dude like say some stupid shit you could be like well, dude like you're so wrong but now that he now with social media now he knows that there's mm-hmm. other people like him like no 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 dude you know so once you know that you're part of a bigger yeah. group that you know what's going on like or you think you know what's going on and you know that there's some dude across the fucking country that has the same stupid idea you have. Oh, he's going to feel more fueled by it. Like, no, you're wrong. You know? So, mm-hmm. you know, we can't really, it, it's harder to, you know, debunk or, you know, or yeah, these people that, you know, they just become more, 
more ignorant, I guess you could say. And and see, that's the thing. Even if you could say ignorant, other people will say that they have a legit argument. Whatever the case is, whether you think one or the other, that mm-hmm. actually, I don't say it doesn't matter, but that's not the point. The main thing that, and actually I, I refer to Joe Rogan a lot because I listen to his podcast quite a bit, but he, he was making that point in one of them that the problem isn't that people have these ideas. The problem is that people are now having these ideas that are contradicting mm-hmm. what we've been used to all these decades. But now it's like, I have this idea and if you, you have to agree with me and if you mm-hmm. don't, you're wrong and you're going to get canceled. And that's dangerous because it, whether you agree or not, the freedom to discuss it should always be there. And we don't have that anymore. They're can't, they're literally um, canceling people on Twitter and Facebook yeah. Yeah. that are just expressing their opinions. And that's, that's crazy, dude. The, like that. I can't remember her name, but one, some staffer for Trump put out a New York times <laughs> article talking about no Joe shit. Biden and they literally took her off of Twitter. And it's like, dude, it, it it doesn't matter if it says that Biden is a lizard man. If it's newsworthy, you leave it on there. It's up to people to research it and find out more. If they yeah. take it at face yeah. value and yeah. run yeah. with it, that's their problem. But they're they literally they're literally taking them off. They're permanently banned from from Twitter. They're starting to do it on Facebook, on um. On Instagram, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've noticed, if you click on hashtags, oh, they're not updating anymore. It's it's no more new posts. And it literally says that it's been turned, that feature has been turned off to not promote any misinformation re, uh, related yeah, to you see, like, that's, the Yeah, that's not cool. Whether you're wrong or right, like you, it's a freedom of speech, you know, you shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're censoring people. And that's exactly what the First Amendment is there for, so that you cannot. Mm-hmm. No, and, and it, presumably it's, it's you're not that, censored. Um, you know, whether you are flat Earth or not, or believe in like a round world, you know, discuss it. But there is a dangerous the algorithm itself that you know Instagram and all those you know Facebook and all that have it. It will impact your, you know, the way you think, the mm-hmm. um, the way you know you you make. Um, I guess decision, you know, you're getting all this information that might be fake from this other dude who has the same information from another fake source. And it just keeps piggybacking on each other. And, uh, you know, that's why you have people, you know, fighting against global warming. Mm-hmm. You have people that are anti-vaxxers. You have people that, you know, are slowing down the progression of humanity just because you have an equal yeah. playing field. And, and, and the only thing that I, that I keep saying is I, like I try to express to people, I'm not a Trump supporter. I joke around a lot and I say some really dumb shit. I I poke, I push buttons, <laughs> on, especially on Facebook, because I have a lot of people that hate Trump. So I push a lot of buttons, but I I am I'll say it here. Hand, well, I can't say hand <laughs> on the Bible because I I never mind. Um, just hand to to George Lucas, praise the force. I I am not a Trump supporter mm-hmm. i could probably be accused of being a trump defender 
but that's just because I think it's ridiculous. Like even when the mm-hmm. conservatives and right wingers were shitting all over Obama, I, I did the same thing with him. People just didn't pay attention. It's not as bad as with Trump. But anyway, the one thing that I have noticed and a lot of people are probably not going to agree because they hate Trump so much. If you really take a step back and look at it, it's it really is leaning pretty hard left. Mm-hmm. Because if it's something that's mm-hmm. talking negative about Trump, they run with it. Say everything you want. Call him a racist. Call him a Nazi. Whatever you want. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. retweet the articles. They'll let you put it on Facebook. It doesn't matter. But the yeah, moment yeah. that you speak bad about yeah. a Democrat, they, they censor it. You can't say that. It's, they, we need to fact check it. We need to double check. And it's like what, it, it, it's supposed yeah. to be a level playing field. If you're going to shit on them, shit on them both equally. And it doesn't. It, I'm sorry. Maybe I am leaning too far right in my opinion, but I I'm really well, trying to see it also think about and this. It doesn't though, seem like, like a lot doing. during the. Um, I think what they're trying to avoid is what happened with um, you know the election, when all this kind of like fake news. What was that group called that Facebook accidentally allowed to run their algorithms with Trump's campaign? Um, I forgot what the company's name was, but they were basically using. Oh the, yeah, they were basically yeah, using you know, analytics, something analytical. news, and they were spreading it amongst uh-huh. people that were <clears throat> leaning toward that side, you know, which basically fueled and almost you know brought the Republicans you know together more. And uh, you know, they talked shit about Hillary, and they were saying all these things, which might have or mm-hmm. might not have been true, but still, it's um, I think what happened with you know um with the Facebook CEO, what's his name um. Yeah, with Zuckerberg, you know, he went, you know, and then he had to Zuckerberg. You know, talk and, and, you know, it came out on uh, C-SPAN and, you know, and all the reasons. So I think they're just trying to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, that part of of the situation because it's, you know, Zuckerberg was put in a really shitty, you know, you know, really, you know, shitty environment where he had to talk and, and express his ideas and he didn't, whether he did or not know this was going on, like people are trying to avoid that, I think. And, um, that's more of a right, mm-hmm. you know, it was more of a right wing tool versus the left. The left just went, I think they went very, you know, usually how they go about their business, you know, they put up ads, they use, um, you know, oh, you know, this, this and that, but they never understood that. Holy shit. We have this new source mm-hmm. of, 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 of a whole new platform that could reach out to people. And they didn't, I don't think they knew that you can literally, you know, right. get algorithms, take what they're looking at, add more stuff that they like, you know, continue down that path and then just, you know, can, can make fake news or not, whatever. But I don't think the Democrats knew that shit was a cape. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a tool. And uh, I think just companies are trying to avoid that. They're just like, oh, no, you know, that's the, you're saying bad things about Democrats, you know, that's, uh, you know, I think they're just playing it safe, which is not good because you should not be, you know, cited to the left or to the right. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. So you you don't think that they're using it intentionally to favor the left. It's just that they're trying happened. to distance themselves from yeah. being accused later on of, Okay. I, I, you know what? I hadn't thought about, it. but uh, if that were the case, why wouldn't they do it equal across the board? 
Because and I'm telling you, dude, you could go on there and find articles where it's literally saying mm-hmm. like the the one that came out a couple of months ago that Trump was saying that uh, shitting all over mm-hmm. the military, that they were cowards. I don't know what it supposedly he said that would if that had been Biden, dude, they would have scrapped that. Mm-hmm. They would have fact checked it and, and not let it run. Yeah. But because well, maybe it's, it's anti-Trump, pretty... it's all over the place. Like, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm, I would want to believe that, but with what I've seen people post, I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't, I, like I said, I'm, I don't want to be accused of leaning yeah. either way because I, um... I shit all over both of them. They, they, I hate both parties. But it, it's weird. It's weird. This, this. I, at first, mm-hmm. I remember thinking it was a joke about this yeah. Trump oh, it, delusion it, it... syndrome. It's a real thing. I know people that. It if he literally comes out tomorrow and it turns out that he somehow backed a bill or something that found a cure for cancer, <laughs> yeah. people would say, "Fuck that! We want cancer." Like it sounds stupid, dude, but I it I really do believe that there's people yeah. out there that are so delusional with their hate for Trump that he can he cannot do anything anything that he does that's yeah. right or good. It's still somehow evil. Either it he didn't he didn't really do it. it he he piggybacked off 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 Obama or yeah. yeah well, he did it, but it's not a good a thing. It's actually greater, a bad thing. no, it, and it's true. And it, I think it's more of like what he represented in the beginning of his um, you know presidency or like when he was first running with his uh, stupid comments and like you know his very mm-hmm. you know you know defending a lot of like you know the extremists and like you know a lot of sometimes some of like you know the Ku Klux Klan you know or what was it that group that he defended I don't know I think he just painted himself as a very racist person made a lot of comments you know didn't have a filter so I just have that that image is like it's not going to leave him ever Mm -hmm. and and that's that's what I tell people he's he's an idiot when he speaks he has, like you said, no filter. He's an idiot when he speaks. If somebody had been writing some speeches for him and stuff, he probably would be better off. But that's not him, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. We're we're not. We didn't get a politician for yeah, president no, this a, time, and he's a dynamic this force, is this is what sure. it looks like. But anyway, that's this is the kind of thing that the social dilemma kind of bring, and it's not even just political. It's. Uh, relationships because what they're mainly showing like the main thing that they use to show in the documentary is they're like a little skit of this kid in high school that becomes so addicted to social media that Mm -hmm. he almost he he literally gets himself arrested at the end because he just fell into this trap of basically like you're saying like he he ends up feeling a certain way. He finds people that feel the same way, which leads him to feel even more. And then he finds that group. And before you know it, he's at yeah. a rally where he didn't technically do anything wrong and he gets himself arrested. So it, it's a bit extreme that not everybody goes that route, but it, it's it's pretty true. Like they, they even show this one, this one scene where the mom is just like, that's it. We're putting all the phones away for dinner and the kids are freaking out. They're just like, yeah, what are we supposed to do? What, what give you talk to each other? Like, this is a weird. And like, actually, when we take the tablet away from Rebecca's kid, mm-hmm. like, well, what do I do now? The, I'm like, well, just watch TV, dude. Just hang out, run around, or I don't know. That that I am really happy about because, unfortunately, we have kind of fallen into that mm-hmm. of we give my, my three-year-old the tablet but the one thing that I am glad 
is that when it dies, mm-hmm. she she'll bring it to me and oh, it's it's dead, baby. We're gonna yeah, have yeah. To charge it. And she'll that's it. She'll just go play with her blocks. Right. We'll take her outside. She's she's good. And we're really trying to push that because I tell Lucinda. I don't want. I, I know some people, some parents don't agree that you should give them the scream. But I, my logic is, mm-hmm. and I got this from. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard Gary V. Um, I I got it from him. And I thought about it. and I I agree. It, that's the world that these kids are going to grow up in. They're going to grow up with te- with touch screens and computers. Yeah, and well, video even harder games. now with COVID, So like why not get them used or, to using know. it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the kids are doing virtual learning through the laptops. So get them used to it so that they know the technology mm-hmm. so that when they use it at their job, they're not like completely clueless. Yeah. Don't let that go. Don't let it go overboard. Uh, another example, my my oldest one, her grandfather got her a laptop and she wants to put Fortnite on it because she wants to play with her little friend when she's over there for the weekend yeah. with grandpa. And I'm like, no, that's the whole point of going over there is to spend time with him, yeah, yeah, no, not that's... be on the laptop playing Fortnite. You could do that here at home. So it, if it, it's limiting them, it's but time. still giving Very them the opportunity life. to, in my opinion, let them learn it. Yeah, but but that's the thing. She can do the Fortnite thing with her buddy, with her friend online. Uh, she can watch YouTube and stuff like that. But no. she's eight. I'm not letting yeah. her do. Facebook, none of the social media stuff yet. There's no way. It's going to be addicting. And see that that, that's the thing with her. She's a little more susceptible to Mm -hmm. stuff like that because she's, she's a very emotional kid and she's, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think she's going to fall victim to that stuff of the likes and the comments. And the first time she gets a negative comment, it's going to shatter her. And I I don't want to have to have that talk. But I'm trying to prepare her for it because, unfortunately, that's the real world. Dude, I've seen, oh, my God, I've seen a couple of documentaries of middle school and high school kids that were bullied and end up yeah, like committing suicide. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> these are comments online. It's, it's, and it, we're not because it's a different... I don't get it. It's a, we're in, we I, grew up different. You know, we didn't have this. I grew up with a flip phone, you know, and that was 15. And, uh, you know, kids are, you know, like I said, eight, nine, five, six, seven, mm-hmm. playing with tablets already. So it's uh, something we're not going to understand, but we have to understand the risk of it and how to yeah. mitigate, you know, like you said. that. Yeah. I think I, the one advantage I think that we have is that we, we literally grew up with mm-hmm. it. Like I come from, I mm-hmm. played an Atari and now I'm on the PlayStation mm-hmm. four. I, I, I saw the progression. I saw the computer go through just where it was just a, a box with a keyboard that yeah. you used at home to do work stuff. And you had to put it on floppy disks before the internet. And I saw the progression of the internet. So I've mm-hmm. seen all this, happen. like my mom, forget it. The emails blew her mind. She, yeah. she couldn't, <laughs> I remember when she got the first, her first like smartphone, she um she deleted uh she deleted some or something disappeared from her email and she's like I can't get about it and I'm like my it's there it's it's in the, in the server somewhere like you're fine she's like no but how do I tra- how do I transfer it to my laptop I'm like you don't have to mm-hmm. transfer it it's you just open your email yeah. and it's there like it the the <laughs> idea of the cloud just it she, it she couldn't wrap her brain around it 
And I'm like, my, it's sitting, it's sitting somewhere. It's fine. It's not gone. It's there. You don't have to transfer it. You don't have to send it to you. Cause I think that's what she was doing. I think she was sending a picture to herself <laughs> through the email. I'm like, my, it's already there. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. resend the email to yourself. It's already in your email. Yeah. And she yeah. just, she, it just, she couldn't get it. I was just, I'm like, oh. So I get it that like for certain generations, they just, it just blows their mind. And I, I mess with computers. Yeah, so no, I, well, I know, have a better idea. So like people do certain <laughs> like, Dude, virtual, virtual reality. The, that's going to be, that's mm-hmm. going to be huge. I've actually played with the goggles. Oh, no one's going to leave like their house video ever. Game. Are you kidding me? That thing no, is crazy. No. There, there's going to be, there's still going to be yeah. the adventures, people that prefer the outdoors and hiking and hunting. I don't think they're going away, but it, it's, I think what's going to happen mm-hmm. is there's not one or the other that's going to go away. I think the, the, I think what's happening politically, emotionally, relationship, mm-hmm. just in every sense, people are just getting further mm-hmm. and further apart yeah, because to to we have the internet to Tinder, us go on together. Bumble, do whatever you know. Yeah, the my the the little kid that mm-hmm. my daughter plays Fortnite with, he he just moved to Florida like a month ago, and they're probably closer than ever because of the COVID stuff. They couldn't see each other at school and stuff. Mm-hmm. They talk yeah. to each other more That's now exactly on Fortnite than they to, did everything because of COVID. Be digital, virtual, and. <laughs> exactly. Dude, you and I are doing this podcast right now, and we're not even face to face. You know it's. I don't know. I I love the technology. It's just, and I think that's pretty much what the what social dilemmas kind of saying towards the end is like the technology and stuff. It's great. Obviously, it, it brings mm-hmm. yeah a lot of good things to the world, but like anything else, it's misused. Yeah, and it you can have also the power be to get all the information you very want, detrimental time, to our humanity. You have the same exposure to you know all the negative aspects of it. That that would be a, a fucking fascinating thing to be able to go into like a mm-hmm. hundred years in the future and look, see what they think of us now. Cause it's like, dude, they, they literally got the internet. Mm-hmm. They had access to every piece of information in the world. And you know what they did with yeah. it? <laughs> they started Instagram where they were judging each other. Like instead of seeing other people yeah. and being like, oh, like look, at people a, like me. It's like, back at cars and the first badass. fucking, like, dude, you know, relax. First Ford that was ever created. Yeah, like you had all capability and like you built that little, you know, five horsepower shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's one horsepower. I don't even know how fast it was, but yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's, it's exactly how. Yeah. <laughs> it was an, you know, little pony. It, was, um, it wasn't yeah, even it's a horse. Arena. We're going to look back and, you know, we're going to be like, God, I can't believe they fucked up that way. I can't believe they did all that, but. Yeah. Right. Do you believe <laughs> yeah. that they actually used to take Tylenol for headaches? Oh my God. They were just destroying their liver yeah, for sure. so that their brain felt yeah. better. That makes no sense. Yeah. Crazy sauce. Well, sir, I think that's a pretty good mm-hmm. place to end it. An hour. We're like almost, what, 90 minutes in? No. Probably a little less because we have to edit out the beginning. Good one. Yeah. Like All right. Good one. I enjoyed it. Not bad. So I like I don't it. know, man. <laughs> this I is think fun. you're like an unofficial co-host now, right? We'll have to see. Oh, I was going to say real quick for anybody out there listening that hasn't already seen it. And for you, since mm-hmm. you said your girlfriend likes, uh, she wants to watch mm-hmm. scary movies because of Halloween and stuff. 
Have you seen okay. Hereditary? We watched it last night, bro. I'm not a big fan of horror movies. I yeah, hate, I've said it on the podcast. I hate jump scares. Hate, hate oh, jump shit. scares. This movie has one jump scare. No way. Ooh. And it Next creeped me the fuck out, bro. It is. I'm not, I don't want to talk it up too much because I don't want somebody mm-hmm. to watch it and be like, ah, you said it was a great. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever. All I'm saying is if you, well, that's probably too old of a movie. I don't know if, especially younger listeners, but no, I, I can't think of, because I was going to say like Rosemary's Baby. Did you ever see yeah. Rosemary's Baby? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's, um, did you ever see The Shining? Okay. Well, you know how The Shining, it's not really scary per se. It's, it's just creeping. It's mm-hmm. a slow build to the just the horror of the idea. It, it's it's like that. It, it gives you a story that's that's slowly building and build. It, okay. It's not your traditional haunted house jump scare movie, but it's creepy as fuck. It's just really ugh, okay. like by the time you get to the it. end, you're just like, what the hell? Oh, bro, it's it, it's one of those not quite. Typical, oh, like, it. like okay. I said, haunted house horror. Yeah, it's I'm more like, of a looking... thriller horror. But it's, yeah, dude. dude, if your girlfriend's into the scary it's movies, I, I think this will be a good one, dude. It's, it's good. Yeah, it, was, it was good, bro. Definitely check that out. So, all right, brother. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. that'll be your homework for the weekend. Maybe we could talk about that next time. Or, <laughs> I'm more, see, that's why I mean you're an official co host because I'm already planning you on what when you're you going to talk about next. And I haven't even asked if you want to do another one. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just, I'm just assuming that we're going to do another one. Well, if we, yeah, I'm sure we will. And I look I'll forward to it, it. But in case we don't. Glad to be here. Thank you, sir. I do still appreciate it. Likewise. You too, man. Later. All right, brother. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, etc., whatever. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on. And as always, thank you for listening. Please be good to each other. Love you guys.